I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to them. Nero has lost his mind. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. Prepared. Sure. Yeah. I get it. Sure. What's, See? What's that word? I'm prepared. Never heard that word. Uh. I look that up. Wikipedia. Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. Welcome back to the Nero episode 35. Right. Yeah. Uh, have you been, Ray, since we did our last show uh, many, many weeks ago? What's going Doing- on? Well, how did that? Um, how did you go with that thing? You said you had that thing. You had to get cut off the uh, tip of your dick. Did that? Go, how did that operation go? Are you feeling okay? Honestly, honestly, and don't tell anybody this, but it grew back. I don't uh, know what to do. I'm, uh, I'm a little kerfuffled. So, uh, I took some of Kiki's uh, oxycodone. Uh, it's still there, but I had a great time, and I think I showed it to a couple people. The tip of my penis. I think I showed it to a couple. We don't. We don't have to go into this now. We can do it later. Sorry. How are you? <laughs> I was okay until I started thinking about you having a growth on the tip of your dick. And now, finally, I feel a bit queasy. So I feel. Uh, anyway. Last time on the show, we were 65 uh, CE. Uh, yes. ne- Pepe is dead. Nero's uh, taking it out on people. He sent a couple sure. of guys into exile, had one murdered. As you do. And uh, Tacitus now is just story after story after story of Nero having people uh, arrested, executed, accused, yes. charged, forced to commit suicide. Um, I'm, I'm not going to read them all because we'd be here well, all night. Not only will we be here all night, but at some point, and I'm sure you saw this as well, uh, Tacitus, I think he gets a little bummed by his own writings, his own histories. Yeah. At some point he goes, you know, all these names and all these deaths. And then he's, and then I admire him for a second. And then in the very next paragraph, he goes, well, let's not forget the more noble of us who died by Nero's hands. They should be remembered because they're the noble ones. The common people, they can fuck right off. So he lost me at that point, but he did stop the story and go, you know, this, I, I get it. If you're depressed, I'm depressed too. But yeah. he said Rome was being punished, maybe by Jesus, maybe by the devil. I'm not sure. We'll have to f- stay tuned and find out. I will actually read that section later on. Yes. I don't <clears> think he mentions Jesus, just for the record. Uh, right. No, no, if no that does, was me. It's I probably threw, an interpolation. Yeah. Right. I threw Jesus in. Right. Mm. <clears throat> um yeah, and look, so I think I said in the last episode, you know, I don't trust Tacitus and his stories right. here and his accusations against Nero because there's big gaps, I said, in a lot of these cases. Um, right. He's not, he's saying, well, Nero's official reason for doing it was X, but that was bullshit. He doesn't really give an alternative reason. If he does, right. he says, I oh, he, he, he lusted after their wealth, but he doesn't explain exactly why these guys out of the hundreds and hundreds of members of the elite, uh, why these guys in this particular yeah. period is he going after right. them? So let's look at 
I'll, I'll read some, like a couple of what I think are the, the more interesting stories from Tacitus here, and we'll mm-hmm. see if we can pick them apart and make sense of them and see what seems to be just, you know, anti-Nero uh, polemic right. and, and exactly. what, you know, what, whether yeah. or not we can make some sense out of what's going on here. We'll detect. Yes, because we are history detectives. Exactly. History That's what, Yes. That's what we yes. do. Sorry. So I have a saying on the QAV show now. You know, one of our mottos is not to, we, we can't predict the future. And right. my saying is when you predict, you make a dick <laughs> out of you and me. You know? And that's so Don't true. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Be- Don't be a dick. Yeah. Uh, there's a story in uh, Tacit of, of a story of a family who committed suicide together well, that's right. to escape. Nero's prosecution, the family of Lucius Vetus, who had been Nero's co-consul in 55, then he was the governor of Germania, and then the governor of Asia in 64-65, and then he was forced to commit suicide in 65, so... Right. Something happened here, and again, we're not clear why. He'd been very friendly with Nero and, you know, had quite a successful career during Nero's reign. His daughter had been married to Rebellius Plautus, the great-grandson of Tiberius, yeah. who was executed by Nero in 62 over rumours that he was conspiring with yes. Corbulo. He had a good reason. we yes. mentioned in the last episode. Exactly. And don't forget it, the comet. But go ahead. It all comes back to Corbulo. <laughs> it does. Military man. Yeah. yeah. Successful yeah. general. These people are all connected with to Corbulo. This is what Tacitus writes. With equal courage, Lucius Vetus, his mother-in-law Sextia, and his daughter Polutia uh, mm-hmm. submitted to death. Hmm. They were hated by the emperor because they seemed a living reproach to him for the murder of rebellious Plautus, son-in-law of Lucius Vetus. I'm sure they were fine with it. But the first opportunity of unmasking his savage wrath was furnished by Fortunatus, Mm -hmm. a freedman who, having embezzled his patron's property, deserted him to become his accuser. Dick. Dick I steal your money, and then to guarantee that I don't die... I'm going to turn state's evidence on you to the emperor who I already know doesn't like you. Not mm. bad. Maybe it, it, I think it's fortunate that his name is Fortunatus. He had as his accomplice Claudius Demianus, whom Vetus, when proconsul of Asia, had imprisoned for his gross misdeeds and whom Nero now released as a recompense for the accusation. When the accused knew this and saw that he and his freedmen were pitted against each other on an equal footing, Mm -hmm. he retired to his estate at Formier. There he was put under the secret surveillance of soldiers. With him was his daughter, who, to say nothing of the now imminent peril, had all the fury of a long grief ever since she had seen the murders of her husband, Plautus. She had clasped his bleeding neck and still kept by her the blood-stained apparel clinging in her widowhood to perpetual sorrow and using only such nourishment as might suffice to avert starvation. 
So she's broken. The death, the murder of her husband, which she witnessed, I think, or witnessed part of it, hmm. must have broke her. She clasped his bleeding neck, yes. and she's walking around wearing his bloody apparel. She probably doesn't bathe. She doesn't care about her clothes, and she hasn't just shaved her armpits. No, her no. legs. Now getting turned herself, on, but that's a yeah. different. Well, that's why Nero's having her killed. <laughs> she's just let herself go. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> shave your armpits, yeah. or you're dead. Pick one. I don't care. Pick one. Pick one. Smooth underarms. Not yeah. a fucking hippie commune, love. It's Rome. That's his. Shave your pits. Right, yes. Pits shall be shaveded. <laughs> Shavedus. Shavedus thus pititus. Um, we're going to go move on to the pubes, but please continue your story. Then at her father's bidding, she went to Neapolis. As she was forbidden to approach Nero, right. she would haunt his doors and implore him to hear an innocent man and not surrender to a freedman, one who had once been his colleague in the consulship, now pleading with the cries of a woman, now again forgetting her sex and lifting up her voice in a tone of menace till the emperor showed himself unmoved alike by entreaty and reproach. She therefore told her father by message that she cast hope aside and yielded to necessity. He was at the same time informed that judicial proceedings in the Senate and a dreadful sentence were hanging over him. Some there were who advised him to name the emperor as his chief heir and so secure the remainder for his grandchildren. Mm. But he spurned the notion and unwilling to disgrace a life which had clung to freedom by a final act of servility, he bestowed on his slaves all his ready money and ordered each to convey away for himself whatever he could carry leaving only three couches for the last scene. Then in the same chamber with the same weapon, they surrendered their veins, they sundered their veins, sorry, and speedily hurried into a bath, covered each as delicacy required with a single garment, the father gazing intently on his daughter, the grandmother on her grandchild, she again on both, while the rival earnestness they prayed that the ebbing life might have a quick departure, each wishing to leave a relative still surviving, but just on the verge of death. Fortune preserved the due order. The oldest died first, then the others according to priority of age. They were prosecuted after their burial, and the sentence was that they should be punished in ancient fashion. Nero interposed his veto, allowing them to die without his interference. Such were the mockeries added to murders already perpetrated. Yeah, because he's got what he wants. They're dead, so he might as well give them a little something. And this is good for PR. I think Stan and Barry came in and said, well, at least don't punish their bodies or at least let them be buried or whatever it is that they do. Um, And Nero said, yeah, I think I can live with that. Um, you were mentioning previously and on the last episode about not being sure about Nero's motives. Was it just financial? Was it his safety? Was it a little bit of both? In, in the copy that I have of Tacitus, there was a footnote that said, Suetonius writes that there were reports. So again, we don't know. There's nothing concrete to point at. But there were reports that Nero had passed a law that said estates that did not mention him he should get their money anyway, and that the lawyers who wrote up these wills, leaving Nero out, should be punished. So again, it's more of that theme, but unfortunately, it's one of these things that's not a, I I can't point to anything specific. So again, it's in the realm of possibility, but 
Um, if, if this is true, then either Nero wanted a whole bunch of money or he needed a whole bunch of money. But again, I think he's more concerned about his safety because he is Nero. I'm sure he's got more money than God, but it's always nice to have more flowing in oh. for whatever that's worth. So in this situation, like Lucius Vetus, again, yes. I don't know what his crime was. Right. Tacitus doesn't tell us. He'd been Nero's co-consul, governor of Germania, governor of Asia. Yeah. Um, what was he being charged by the Senate with? We know that um, Claudius Demianus, mm-hmm. who had been... Um, punished by uh, Vetus mm-hmm. uh, was accusing him of something, but of what? And the freedman was accusing him of something, but yeah, what is it that he's being accused of? All, all Tacitus says is. Fortunatus, a freedman, having embezzled his patron's property, deserted him to become his accuser. He had his accomplice, Claudius Demianus, um, Mm -hmm. who Nero released as a recompense for his accusation. But what's the accusation, Tacitus? Right. I thought I'd read somewhere that Claudius was going around Asia, how should I put this, helping himself to certain works of art and other stuff worth the money, not for himself, but to, to, but he was there on Nero's behalf. Again, who in the hell knows if this is true? But if it is true, maybe Nero took that personally. Like, hey, you don't check my man when he's doing shit for me. Again, uh, supposition or whatever the proper word is. We need a lawyer in here. Um, but even that's pretty fucking weak to kill and wipe out an entire family. But again, Tacitus doesn't tell us. He just says no. accusations, but he never says what the accusation is. If he knew, I think your contention is he would have thrown it in because why wouldn't he? So either he didn't know or was he being vague on purpose? Because again, Tacitus is not a perfect human being. Not a no. perfect historian. But it just bugs the hell out of me. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like he's got, he's telling this big, long, dramatic story right. of the mass suicide. Deaths. Yeah. Yes, that too, yes, yes. Very eloquent, very touching, very moving. Right. But he doesn't deets. tell us what the, the accusation Where's was. The fucking deets, Tacitus. Where's the deets? Yeah. <laughs> I think Tacitus, you know, had a bit about your approach to work. He's like, ah, I did something. Uh, be happy to yeah. that. I did something. Well, that's half of my attitude. My Look, I'm here. Is, I right, turned right, yeah. up. Okay. That's, Two points. One, that's in I'm my here. contract. I turned up. I didn't want to be. Fuck no. it. I, oh, you're fuck lucky here. Two, if I come up with half, I expect your ass to come up with the other half. And quite frankly, you're letting me down. That's what Tacitus. No, I'm just joking. No, but I can see, I know I've worked with you long enough to know the way your brain works. You're reading a half written story. Fuck that. You want the details. Because again, this is murder. This is whatever. This is a a big deal. Please tell me why this is happening. Look, let me just adjust my tie here as I get into serious (laughs) mode. As... As a published author, right? I, I, uh, I would like to. I would like to speak on behalf of authors of of nonfiction material all around Absolutely. the world. When you're writing a book, 
right. you know, you, you, you want to make sure that you are uh, telling a st- the full story to people. You don't want to leave stuff out. Thorough. Right? Thorough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want people deeps. sitting at home going, well, hold on a second. You only told me <laughs> half a fucking story here. Where's the right. rest of the story? Because it, it takes you out of the story because you stop and think about it. And you you couldn't just get- go, look, you just go look this up in Wikipedia if you want to know yeah. the rest of the story here. Like. Right. You know, he had to, and he God, doesn't. He just leaves Harvey. it out. The, the most important part of the story, he just leaves exactly. out. The motivation. Yes. Yeah. Who's that? Harvey, someone. Uh, and that's the rest of the story or whatever. I can't remember. I don't know what you're talking about. But if, oh, if, if, because I'm not uh, an American. But if you, it's this, like, and I said this in the last episode, this is the same stuff that bothers me when I read contemporary stories. Yes. Like, and again, <clears throat> If I just if it was just one instance where Tacitus left yes, this out, I'd go okay. Exactly. You know, this fair enough. Theme. He's he's only human. Right. But yeah, when it's story after story after story, and he packs his book on Nero full of these stories of right. you know execution or, or being forced into suicide or whatever it is, but never really tells us why and what's going on. Like uh, right. time after when, when when he repeats the crime multiple times, the omission. Yes. It's 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 uh, there's big silence yes. there that you yeah. have to go. Well, it's it's a bit like there's when more. you read the Bible, and, and you know it's like oh, here well, we go. when you're reading the letters of of Paul, and yeah. he doesn't tell us anything about Jesus's life, and you're like, know. well, yeah, well, what's <laughs> what, what's going on there? Why isn't he yeah. telling us anything that Jesus did in his life? Like he's the earliest guy in history writing about Jesus and tells us nothing about Jesus. Like, yes, that's weird. You got to explain <laughs> that now. There may be legitimate explanations for it, right. but Just you have to explain it. it. Like it's a yes. it's a big fucking question mark. Like right. that's weird. Yes. Like I say in the documentary, you can't get like you can't go to church. It doesn't matter what denomination. Every mm-hmm. church you go to these days, whoever's up the front, preacher, pastor, priest, yeah. lay lay speaker in the Mormon church, whatever yeah. it is, they're going to get up and they're going to, at least at one point, they're going to go, you know what Jesus said about this? Jesus said, fucking shave your pits before you go out in public. <laughs> like, have have some fucking, you know. Res- Dignity or it's like that episode of uh, Always Sunny uh, in season 14, I think. Where, have you seen that the episode where Dennis tries to stop women getting short haircuts? No, I missed that. I seen that. A hair salon opens up next door oh to Paddy's pub and they're God. giving women short haircuts, what he calls lesbian no. cuts. <laughs> and, and, he, and he tries to start a campaign to stop them and he goes, well, look, the reason women have hair is to look attractive to men. And right. so you, the, the like way this. that you wear your hair is only of importance to men. So we should have the final say on what you do with your hair because That's if you're right. not looking attractive to us, then what's the point? Um, and, you know, it's uh, this whole, you know, um, pro, anti-pro-life sort of message wrapped in there, you know, uh, women right. having control of their bodies, this kind of thing, but wrapped in haircuts and right. it's quite good, quite that. clever. Anyway, Jesus that. was the same. Jesus used to say that as well. Listen, you know. Yeah. yeah, the only reason you have armpits is to make them sexy for men. So right. like, get them, you know, yeah, get them shaved. Like I don't care. And don't give me any excuses. That, that's when Eve said, "Excuse me, Jesus. Uh, I know I'm getting my times like timelines mixed up, but fuck it." That's when she said, "Excuse me, but if you don't want me to have hair here, why not? Why did you give me hair?" To which then Jesus introduced the apple uh, into the Garden of Eden. I, I wasn't there. I'm sure I've got some of my 
timeline wrong, but I, th- I think that's that's how that goes. Let me let me try to little answer known, your question. No, yes. Before you move on, little known yes, uh, biblical fact is that oh, the oldest versions of the Old Testament that we have. Right. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm the only person who knows this because I'm the only person who can read ancient, the real Obviously. ancient Hebrew. Right. Um, it's, there, there aren't 12, 10 commandments. There are 11 commandments. The 11th commandment was women shall shave their pits and legs. Yes. Every and other day. Wax yeah. their vages at least once a, once a wax week. Wax religiously. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. it got, it got, it got edited out. You know, yeah, yeah. At some point, ten, ten's a good number. Stan and Barry said, "No, yeah. you really got to do the ten. It's a nice round number, like her buttock. Yeah. You got to do it." Uh, let, let me try to answer your oh. question. If I'm Tacitus and I don't like Nero, and there are some segments of some stories that maybe exonerates him, do I leave them out? Am I vague? Am I being a dick on purpose? I don't yeah. know. I, I who, knows? who knows? Yeah, it's certainly yeah. Pl- it's possible. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, like it, it, it reminds me of um, current media coverage of the war in Ukraine. Right. Um, you know, it's just wall to wall. Are the Ukrainians marvelous and heroic and yes. brave? And the uh, they're winning. Yeah. They're winning yes. the war, but we need to pass fifty billion dollars through Congress to give them Again. more weapons because, yes. you know, they're winning. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. they're they're passing this uh, aid bill through. I saw some Republican uh, senator said, "Why the fuck are you giving us this bill at three o'clock in the afternoon and we're not allowed to read it? We just have to pass it. Can we at least wait until we can read it and figure out what's in it and where the money's coming from?" And they were like, "Nope, just nope. sign it. Nope, or don't. Yeah. But you're yeah. uh, you're un-American or you're you're yeah. pro-Putin you, if you don't. yeah yeah that's it. You're a Putin puppet if you want to read yes. the fifty billion dollar bill that." We're just magicking up. And and as I yeah. posted last night, like, uh, I can't wait for the uh, congressional audit hearings three, four years from now. Right. So uh, where did that $50 billion go exactly? Oh, we don't know. Look, just went. Like, I wish I could yeah, look you in the eye It was an emergency. You, we didn't have yeah. time to trace, track, you know, remember, get receipts. I remember putting it on the pallet. Yeah. Honestly, after that, I don't. Yeah. Kind of fuzzy. Not my job. No, Once it's on the pallet. I passed you know. it off to the other guy. So yeah. I'm what the was pallet it? guy. What was his Hi, name? Oh, I don't know. Bruce, Bob, I, Billy, I something. Yeah, yeah. Something with a B or an R or a T or an S. Can you remember what Definitely he looked like? One of them. Mm, white uh, guy, I think. Yeah. Maybe white he had ish. glasses. Yeah. Yeah, probably mixed. Because yeah. I didn't like him. So I don't know. I think you had I, some I don't know. in Cherokee heritage. Um, I think he was one-eighth Cherokee. We kept um, going on about it for fuck God. I'll <laughs> shut up or I just take the pallet. So he did, and I never saw him for the money sent. Like an Indian. Uh, he's calling <laughs> me an Indian giver. <laughs> so there are some fun are calendar we? games. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah fun calendar, calendar games. The month yeah. following April, or Neronius. I like this. Was changed from Maius into the name of Claudius. And Junius into that of Germanicus. Right. Cornelius Orphitus, the proposer of the motion, publicly declaring that the month Junius had been passed over because the execution of the two Torquati for their crimes had now right. rendered its name inauspicious. It's, really, it's, it's got an odor to it now. Can I ask a question? 
do you remember, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot because I would never do that because I'm a class act. Do you happen to remember Nero's full name? And it's okay if you don't. Uh, his original name? Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. Or the one he uh, got after, you know, whatever. Well, he got a new name after I think yeah. his mother married Claudius, like his name there we before go. that, his so name no, after, after that. After. 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 Um, Julius Caesar Augustus Neronus or something. Close, and you're proving my point. Nero Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. So uh, is, this, yes. is this being named after the great people that came before him, or is he naming a couple of months after himself? What say you? Yeah, well, I mean, he ha- he has those names in his name because of those people, so mm-hmm. it's it's in honor of them. So it's the it's it's really it's all in yeah. honor of them. Where you know, but, um, but he's still alive, and they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we yeah. already got a Neronius. Apparently, April um, mm-hmm. was already had been changed to Neronius. Obviously, it didn't stick. Junius, um, <laughs> the two Torquati that had been right. killed that we mentioned um, in uh, the, the the earlier episode, I think, mm-hmm. um, they had Junius in their name. But um, Aprilis, the name of the month, right. apparently is of uncertain origin, perhaps Etruscan. No one really yes. knows where April comes from. Maius. around. Right. Uh, or May, as we call it now, was named for Maya, the ancient Roman goddess of fertility and spring. Mm-hmm. And Junius, Junius was named for Juno, uh, the goddess of marriage. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I'm horny in May and I get married in June. Wasn't Juno also um, goddess of... Yeah, sorry, Janus. Janus, that's right. Janus. She, Juno, was the queen of marriage and the uh, sorry, the goddess of marriage and the queen of the gods, a daughter of Saturn. She was the wife of Jupiter and the mother of Mars, Vulcan, Bellona, and Juventus. Her sacred animal was the peacock. Her Etruscan unipart was Uni. Uni. Uh, uni, yeah, One? as in universe. Oh, uh, gotcha. yeah, like you mm. need what I got. Mm. I, I don't know, I made that up. Apparently, the etymology of uni is uncertain as well. Might go back to the Indo European root meaning young uni, right? But we don't really know. See, but yes, TARDIS, fucking TARDIS, well, blank piece of paper. Yeah. Exactly. So you see there's a new doctor, gay gay black boy is uh, the new doctor. I, saw, I don't know who he is from Adam, but I saw the article and I read a little bit, but I don't know who he is, so I hope he does well. Nakuti. Nakuti. Nakuti something something. Yeah. I hear Lakuna Matata, but you go ahead. That's fine. Mm, okay. Is that racist? Is that Probably. racy? Yeah, yeah, I think oh, that's gosh. racist. Yeah. It's all right, though, because... Can I say that as a Native American? Can I... My, I think so. I think you get a free one... pass for that. <laughs> But yeah. where were we? Is it playtime? As you know, just, things go aren't going well in Rome when there are signs, Ray. Signs, <laughs> signs, everywhere <laughs> a sign. Tacitus says, A year yeah. of shame and of so many evil deeds, heaven also marked by storms and pestilence. 
Campania was devastated by a hurricane which destroyed everywhere, country houses, plantations and crops, and carried its fury to the neighbourhood of Rome where a terrible plague was sweeping away all classes of human beings without any such derangement of the atmosphere as to be visibly apparent. What kind of derangement of the atmosphere do you see during a plague, I wonder? Can we just go back to Campania? And I feel really bad, and I'm sorry, but when it said it got rid of all the fruits, I thought that meant the gays. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to apologize to everybody. <laughs> so sorry. So, th- so there's a hurricane. The crops are wiped out. There's a pestilence. The gays are a- wiped out. <laughs> So, so there's a serious disease going on in Rome. The rich, poor, don't matter, good-looking, ugly, whatever. Even people like us, rich and good-looking, are struck down in their bodies in the streets. Bring out your dead. Yeah. Bring out your dead. So anyway, it's bad. Tacitus continues, Yet the houses were filled with lifeless forms and the streets with funerals. Neither age nor sex was exempt from peril. Slaves and the freeborn populace alike were suddenly cut off amid the wailings of wives and children who were often consumed on the very funeral pile of their friends by whom they had been sitting and shedding tears. Knights and senators perished indiscriminately and yet their deaths were less deplored because they seemed to forestall the emperor's cruelty by an ordinary death. Well, look, you're going to die by the plague, but at least it's not the emperor who's uh, having you killed. Right before my, I breathe my last breath, I turn my head to wherever I think Nero's at, like, ah, oh, you didn't get me. <laughs> and, and dead. I mean, that's not much of a consolation, but whatever. I think so, Tacitus being a dick. Go ahead. Interesting always to, uh, to for me anyway, to read about uh, ancient plagues and pestilence. Mm-hmm. And, you now know, that we've been through one. Now that we've been through one. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and... You know, we we have a better sense now, I guess, than we've ever had about what these people were going through. Yes, good point. Obviously, we didn't go through that. I mean, I know America's celebrating that you've you've just officially clocked over a million people dead from COVID. Yeah, you are the greatest nation. Uh, on the planet, yet yet again, proven your, um, you know, dominance, uh, (laughs) your ability to... Well, if you're going to do it, Cam, do it right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, you know, um, a million people, or as I know most Americans like to think of it, you know, two Hiroshima's. Um, There's... Well, Hiroshima and Nagasaki combined, yeah. maybe it's half a million. So, so it's like two out- two Hiroshima and Nagasaki's. Yeah. We outdid Four our atom own bombs. atomic bombs. Yeah. That's yeah. not what so wait till next level three. Wait till the yeah. first it's, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be huge. Um No, look, we went through, you know, something like uh, the, uh, a plague, but you know, just right. we, like in in, in in the early stages in particular um of, of the pandemic, like there were lots of forecast and prognostications about how bad it could be if we didn't go into lockdown and do PPE and get vaccinated and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But you can just, you can well imagine, like, I don't know what percentage of the population were killed with this one in Mm -hmm. 65, 66 that uh, Tacitus is 
talking about, but let's say it's 10%, 20%, 30% of the population. And right. it's it's the youth, it's, you know, it's men and women of uh, adult age, it's the elderly, yeah. it's slaves, your workforce is gone, your, oh, your, you know, your, your, your government's gone, mothers, fathers, children, just... Uh, like the, the disruption to the economy, the yes. panic in, yes. in people, what it must have been like back in those days. Like we were panicking during right. the pandemic and uh, we knew that we had the finest minds in the world and billions and billions of dollars being thrown, trillions of dollars right. being thrown at coming up with solutions and cures yes. and that kind of stuff. Uh, um, and we could have, you know, afford to print money and right. lock people in Stay their houses, home. and exactly. you can still go to the supermarket and get your groceries once a week or whatever you have to do. Uh, or in China right now, you know, they they're bringing you deliveries in Shanghai and places like that that are in lockdown. But wow. in Rome, you're yeah. on your own, man. You're it, fucked. In Rome, you've got rumor, no science. And faith in whatever God. I mean, yeah, how could they not be absolutely panicked? Um, because, it, yeah, you're absolutely right. At least we can communicate with each other and we can have an organized, efficient approach to something. They were on their or own. Or you could it, be in America uh, where <laughs> a million people died. Um, well, I'm still not convinced it's real. Maybe yeah. when it gets to two million. But yeah. no, but seriously, I mean, these people literally had no mass communication. It was rumors going around. And and I'm sure um, you, like I did, you could just picture when you read Tacitus, you just picture bodies in the street. You just picture bodies in a house that no one has come to collect. Maybe the whole family died. And there's just corpses in a house or there's pyres out in the street just burning whatever bodies they can find and like you said for those who attended or sat with their loved ones they probably got it and died as well just mm. horrific mm. yeah sorry now i'm depressed shit yeah so yeah i mean just rough rough life yeah yes. anyway Sucks more stories about people being executed by nero uh let's see if these make any more sense than the last few in the consulship of Caius Suetonius and Lucius Telesinus, so I guess this 66. is 66 uh, right. DC. Yep. <laughs> Antistius Socianus, who, as I have stated, had been punished with exile for repeated satires on Nero. This is going back okay. a few episodes. Right. Having heard that there was such honour for informers and that the emperor was so partial to bloodshed, being himself too of a restless temper and quick to seize opportunities, made a friend of a man in like condition with himself, one Pamenes, an exile in the same place, noted for his skill as an astrologer and consequently oh. bound to many in close intimacy. Okay. He thought there must be a meaning in the frequent messages and the consultations, and he learned at the same time that an annual payment was furnished him by Publius Antaeus. Right. He knew, too, that Antaeus was hated by Nero for his love of Agrippina and that his wealth <laughs> was sufficiently conspicuous to provoke cupidity and that this was the cause of the destruction of many. Accordingly, he intercepted a letter from Antaeus and having also stolen some notes about the day of his nativity and his future mm -hmm. career, which were hidden away among Pamini's secret papers, and having further discovered some remarks on the birth and life of Astorius Scapula, mm -hmm. he wrote to the emperor that he would communicate important news which would contribute to his safety if he could but obtain a brief reprieve of his exile. 
Antaeus and Ostorius were, he hinted, grasping at empire and prying into the destinies of themselves and of the prince. Some swift galleys were then dispatched and Susanus... Uh, speedily arrived. I don't know why they needed some swift galleys. He's one guy. Like, can't you just send one guy to bring him back? One ship? Well, pirates. Why does he need, Never like, know. some? It's like three or more ships? Really? You're pirates, I guess. Okay. Well, and you need no, a decoy he, ship. Right, right. A decoy ship, lead ship, hooker ship. No, but what if something happens <laughs> to your ship and it springs a leak? You got to jump to the hooker ship, which I'd already be on, to keep... Uh, but, but, you know, there's safety in numbers. Like an orgy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got you got your blow and hooker ship. You got your stores. You got your food. You got your condoms and other vices. Then you've got the S and M ship. Nero's I, not going on this trip. It's just a handful of soldiers and a centurion. Like, you know they've got the whips and the. Ch- uh, Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a package deal. It is. They, he's yeah. got to have the coke and hooker ship. Yeah. To go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's. I hope. I hope. You never know when Nero might change his mind at the last minute and decide well, he wants to I'm tag going- along. If you I'm don't going, have your coke and hooker ship ready to oh, go, you're screwed. You're then you got to have the vomitorium ship behind that because you don't want to vomit on the same ship that you fuck. I thought you that know, was just got... the ocean. I just lean over the rail. Mm. That's a good point. But what You've, do I know? I'm not a classy yeah. guy like you. Never doing another sea voyage with you. Now, the last time <laughs> you and I are going exploring. No, nope. do you remember the last time we were on a boat, boat? together? We crossed no. from Corsica. Yeah, to, to mainland, mainland Italy. And you, not being a Christian person, set me up to play a card game or some kind of memory game with Fox. Mm. I got slaughtered. Mm. Uh, and I, oh, then I asked you to never talk about that again. Shit. Mm. Okay, and never he, mind. He was, he was three at the time. He was three and no, a half. No, four. Four. He let's was four. Not, just turned four. Let's not. He was, he, was a, he was a mature, precocious mm. four, if you mm. will. Why do you, why do you see him this time, man? Like it, He's only <laughs> six feet tall. No, not quite. But uh, he and Chrissy do wear the do wear the same size uh, kung fu uniform. But um, it'd be like, "Hi, Ray. How are you?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, yes, oh. galleys were sent to yes. bring Sosianus. Yeah. On the disclosure of his information, Antaeus and Astorius were classed with condemned criminals rather than with men on their trial, so completely right. indeed that no one would attest the will of Antaeus till Tigellinus interposed to sanction it. Oh. Antaeus had been previously advised by him not to delay this final document. Then right. he drank poison, but disgusted at its slowness, he hastened death by severing his veins. Ostorius hey. was living at the time on a remote estate on the Ligurian frontier. Thither a centurion... Was dispatched. It was only thither, not hither. Don't um, <laughs> don't, don't make the mistake of thinking he was going hither, then thither. Uh, in this case, his orders right. were very clearly stated directly, just to go thither, right? And under no don't circumstances to go exactly. hither. Exactly. Don't, don't have to worry. About it. We've already done the hither bit. Yeah, done. We cleared that. Dusted, done, and dusted. Yeah, yeah. Look, checkbox beside the hither. <laughs> all you need to do is go thither. That's all I need. Do- don't play what? a zither when you're going thither because yeah. no one wants to hear the zither on the thither. And don't make me explain You this can play again. the zither on the hither leg right. of the trip, but you can't play the zither on the thither. Fuck. <laughs> it's a coffee of... mug <laughs> waiting to happen. <laughs> that whole thither. My coffee mug. Thither as a jurian was dispatched to hurry on his destruction. 
Right. There was a motive for promptitude arising out of the fact that Asturias, with his great military fame and the civic <clears throat> crown he had won in Britain, possessed oh. too, as he was, of huge bodily strength and skill in arms. Yes had made Nero, who was always timid and now more frightened than ever by the lately discovered conspiracy, fearful of a sudden attack. At least Tacitus calls it a conspiracy here. Right. So the centurion, having barred every exit from the house, disclosed the emperor's orders to Osturius. That fortitude which he had often shown in fighting the enemy, Osturius now turned against himself. And as his veins, though severed, allowed but a scanty flow of blood because he was too fucking tough to bleed out. Chuck Norris. He's Chuck Norris level tough. Yeah. Yeah. He used the help of a slave simply to hold up a dagger firmly and then pressing the man's hand towards him, he met the point with his throat. Oh, God, I am so not a man. I can't even convey how unmanly... I am compared to these SOBs. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Look, just hold the fucking knife still, Sorry, will you? Gotta, I'll just do hold all the work, it. Yeah. Fuckwad. Yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. even fucking kill him, man. <laughs> oh, you like rabbit holes. When it comes to. Uh, I so like all sorts honest, of holes, Ray. <laughs> I know. The hole's I, a I hole. That's I'm my theory. Gonna... Hole's There's a hole. A coffee mug. Middle of the, the night. Hole's a hole. It's dark. Riley. Cameron yeah. the cock Riley. Anyway, so it turns out when uh, Antius, or however you say his name, the was tum. trying to get... Cameron the tum. Cameron the Cameron the... Anyway, when he was trying to get his will done and no one would help him because they were all, you know, because he was guilty until Tigellinus comes along. I did not know this. So I drilled down into this. The law said that you had to have seven uh, Roman citizens be there as your witness. And he couldn't get seven people together until Tigellinus came on. I just figured it was one or two, but but they had a specific number. You have to have seven witnesses in order for your will to be valid. So for whatever that's worth, that's what I plan on doing when I put my will together. And you're number one. Do you know seven people? It's Fox's birthday party on Sunday. He's got 27, he's got 27 kids who've confirmed that they're coming. I could not get three people to come to my funeral. Seriously, he's got 27. Like, how the fuck do you know 27 yeah. kids yeah. well enough that they're and, like, and goes to school, I guess. Don't take this the wrong way, Cam, please. Um, but I figure he's a lot like you. How has he, yeah, still retained 27 or whatever the fuck yeah. friends? It's a mystery. He's nothing like me. Uh, uh, oh, uh, did Chrissy's yeah. Yeah, he's all Chrissy. uh, jeans take Okay, so he's yeah. probably nice. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Crazy and wild. I was a good so, boy. Yes. You asked so ask Jan. Yes. So more Jan's, going are... mm, what? Jan's going to Turkey. What? Jan's going to Turkey in a couple of months. Yeah, she's... <laughs> she's going to Turkey. She's going to Turkey. Good for her. I hope yeah. she doesn't get. I, I don't have ransom money. Please tell her to be careful. Oh, no, I wanted to have an adventure. Get the most out yeah, yeah. Oh, get, well, then get, I get hope kidnapped. she gets abducted. Yeah, yeah. She'll have stories to tell. So, okay. So let's drill down into that story. What is the story here really? So Socianus Mm -hmm. accuses Antaeus and Astorius of 
working with a an astrologer right. to predict Nero's future and their future and and, his and, and yeah their, their future opportunities and careers. Now we know that uh, it has been illegal for uh, a long oh, yeah. time since for Tiberius. I think even Augustus kicked out the the astrologers at one point, but then I think Tiberius and Caligula did it most effectively. So it's been illegal uh, for 60 years uh, to consult astrologers about the future, particularly of of the the princeps or the emperor. But they're popular. But it's a fun activity. You go and... And these people really believe this stuff. So even though it's outlawed, it, I think it's just too popular a part of the culture to be completely wiped out. What do you think? Well, well it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes, it's 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 people are still doing it, obviously, but it's oh, it's illegal. Yeah. Well, yes, but I mean, then then today, yes, but it's not illegal today. It's just no, stupid today. You. But it was illegal <laughs> back then, and stupid, both illegal right. and stupid. Right. Um, back then, it was. Uh, Illegal, and these guys seem to be guilty of doing it. That doesn't even Tacitus doesn't seem to suggest that they weren't doing it. He, he's not. Tacitus never suggests here that the accusation of conspiracy is illegitimate. He right. says the lately discovered conspiracy. Ah, oh. and Astorius. So uh, mm-hmm. the Astorius he's referring to is Marcus Astorius Scapula, consul in fifty nine. Son of so only like six seven years earlier he was consul. Right. Son of Publius Astorius Scapula, who was the governor of Britain from forty seven to fifty two. Right. Scapula, the son, first appears in our histories as a soldier in one of the units of, uh, of his father, stationed in Roman Britain, mm-hmm. during a battle against the Iceni. The younger Ostorius Scapula saved a fellow soldier's life and was awarded the civic crown for that. We, we wow. know that's sort of the highest honour, right? To yes. save yeah. a save a fellow soldier's life on the battlefield. I don't even have that. Yet. Julius Caesar traded on that for yes. ever, oh, right? He you never know, had to buy a drink again. Made yeah. his name. Yeah, made his bones. Getting his civic crown. Yeah. Um, now, it's also possible that this scapula had been commissioned a military tribune. Mm-hmm. In any case, his career uh, between getting the civic crown and his consulship is unknown. We don't have anything right. about him in the surviving right. literature. Um, in 62, uh, he was involved, though, in a legal suit where the praetor at the time, Antistius Socianus, uh-huh. Was accused of violating the Maestas law with okay. the um by reciting verses mocking Nero. Right. Um at Scapula's house. Oh. So gotcha. Socianus gets found guilty, sent into exile. Mm-hmm. Scapula at the time of that trial said, I heard nothing. I was I was in another yeah. room at the time. I was, in, I was on the toilet. I was fucking somebody's wife at the time. I remember this clearly. Um, and I don't know her name, just the ass. If you show me the ass, like because she had a mole. Anyway, that's not part of the story. Go ahead. So uh Socianus gets into exile, Scapula gets away with it. Socianus yeah. then comes back you know, and and involves 
uh, scapula in this conspiracy right. uh, accuses him of trying to overthrow the emperor. So, I mean, it, the way it reads here is that, um, it, you know, Sosianus obviously had a bone to pick with scapula, but, again, Tacitus doesn't say it, it, it's illegal. Uh, it was Ill- illegitimate. He didn't say there wasn't right. a conspiracy. He, um, so uh, He gives us minimum it, facts. But this one seems to be fairly clear-cut, that it suggests that Ostorius and Antaeus uh, were conspiring against... Right. Um, yeah, they got a grudge. Yeah, this one guy apparently loved... Uh, Antaeus loved Agrippina. Right. And now, again, Tacitus says, oh, he was rich, and Nero would have used that. So maybe there's, there's it's a combination of wealth and... Yeah. Um, some you know, yeah. somewhat legitimate uh, accusations a- against them. Um, right. Anyway, but drawing up a horoscope or talking about it is certainly not the same thing as raising troops and heading to Rome or sneaking to Rome. To I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people bitching behind closed doors, but who knows how legitimate this was? Yeah. Mm. Now, Antaeus not only loved Agrippina, but he he had bones to pick with Nero. He was promised the governorship of Syria mm. before Agrippina uh, died, but uh, never seems to have come to pass. He was right. uh, kept in Rome, and another guy, Omidius, was given control of Syria instead. Then when Omidius died in 60, he was given to Corbulo yes. instead of Antaeus. So yeah. he, I mean, Corbulo's involved in some conspiracies. Then there's this guy who's got a bone to pick with both Corbulo and Nero because he didn't get promoted. And right. I don't know. Like it's uh, what, why Astorius, Marcus Astorius Scapula, would uh, want to conspire against Nero, we don't know. He seems to have done quite well. He was a consul. His father was governor. I don't think anything bad happened to his father. Mm-hmm. So, again, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, why do we not hear more about why Ostorius Scapula would be involved in a conspiracy against Nero? Tacitus yeah. doesn't bother to tell us. Yeah. Again, just gaps. Exactly. We hate gaps. Tacitus continues, and this is the rant I think you were alluding to at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. He says, even if I had to relate foreign wars and deaths encountered in the service of the state with such a monotony of disaster, I should myself have been overcome by disgust while I should look for weariness in my readers, sickened as they would be by the melancholy and continuous destruction of our citizens, however glorious to themselves. But now a servile submissiveness and so much wanton bloodshed at home fatigue the mind and paralyze it with grief. Mm. The only indulgence I would ask from those who will acquaint themselves with these horrors is that I be not thought to hate men who perish so tamely. It's well known that I only hate women and... Julio Claudian emperors. Uh, everyone else. But other than that, good. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. We're good. Such was the wrath of heaven against the Roman state that one may not pass over it with a single mention as one might the defeat of armies in the capture of cities. 
Let us grant this privilege to the posterity of illustrious men, that just as in their funeral obsequies such men are not confounded in a common burial, so in the record of their end they may receive and retain a special memorial. Is that a bit dick move? I mean, yeah, I'm doing history here, but let's not forget the noble born or the elites should even in death and shame and whatever treason, whatever, you know, they're being accused of. Let's remember them because they are the elite and fuck everybody else. I, I the, the communist in me has a little problem with that. Yeah, well, I get that. Yeah. Um, but the other, life. the other problem yeah. with that whole thing is he's like, they should be remembered. But I'm going to skip a lot of the facts about what actually happened because, like, I want to mention what that they died, but I don't, right. you know. But who needs details? Details, schmetals. Yeah, you yeah. know. This is this is light read. Let me let me ask you this. We've had this conversation, um, but again, these people seem to be willing to just lay down their life. Um, uh, They've been accused. I guess they really can't do anything about that, but I guess they, they're thinking of their families, and they're like, well, if I kill myself and I get part of my money to Nero or Tigellinus, maybe I'll let my family have the rest. So I guess it's making the best of a horrible situation. Like, well, yeah, yeah and I, but I think you also need to keep in mind the, 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 the cultural expectations mm. of Roman elite patricians. Right. And other members of the elite, um, equestrians, etc. Um, you know, your your job mm-hmm. is to honour your ancestors, your family name, and oh, also right. you you honour it by building it for the future as well. Like uh, mm-hmm. leaving more than you got, uh, you know, building uh, opportunities for your children. Um, so. If you get accused of something, uh, how do you best fulfill your mission? Yeah. Is your mission yeah, to stand picture. up for your rights or, or to right. accuse the emperor or to, you know, uh, fight back against a sea of troubles and by fighting in them? To be or not to be? That is the right. question. So. Go ahead. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, I think the, the honourable thing, the, the practical thing, the effective thing for right. a member of the Roman elite, uh, particularly a man, in a situation like this is to protect the family name, the family fortune for the future generations who might also be governors and proconsuls and consuls and whatever. So, right. yeah, going quietly and, uh, you know, Checking, checking yeah. the boxes with Nero and Tigellinus and, you know, removing yourself is the best way to protect your family name and fortune and heritage. All right. So what I hear you saying, if I could translate for the, uh, for the Americans of QAV show and I become a billionaire and Tony welcomes me with open arms into the billionaire circle, he's going to shake my hand, look me in the eye and go, now, Ray, if you fuck up, this isn't like being a common person. You're going to have to off yourself to protect the rest of your family. And I'd be like, well, no one told me that before I applied to be in the bill. Never mind, Ray, you're here now. Just go with it. Uh, Okay. But again, that would have been nice to know. Anyway, so that's my problem, not yours. Let's just go on with the show. (laughs) 
Tacitus then goes on to detail the sentences against a bunch of other oh, members of the elite, usually using the excuse that Nero wanted their money. There's right. one case that I will read, though. This one's interesting. Mm. The case of Caius Petronius I thought was interesting. Okay. With regard to Caius Petronius, I ought to dwell a little on his antecedents. His days he passed in sleep, his nights in the business and pleasures <clears throat> of life. I yeah. thought, well, that sounds like somebody I know. He's a podcaster. Uh, yeah. Indolence had raised him to fame as energy raises others, and he was reckoned not a debauchee and spendthrift like most of those who squander their substance, but a man of refined luxury. Oh, I like this. And it, this is where the analogy with you falls apart. And indeed, his talk and his doings, the freer they were and the more show of carelessness they exhibited, were the right. better liked for their look of natural simplicity. I've been called yeah. simple. Well, <laughs> true. Maybe, Very true. Wait a minute. Yeah. Maybe they thought. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll think that one through. Yet as proconsul of Bithynia and soon afterwards as consul, he showed right. himself a man of vigor and equal yeah. to business. Damn then right. falling back into vice or affecting vice, he was chosen by Nero to be one of his few intimate associates as a critic in matters of taste. While the emperor thought nothing charming or elegant in luxury unless Petronius had expressed to him his approval of it. So Nero, when the sun goes down, is a whole different animal, but this guy is going to be his arbiter of, of elegance. That's a good job if you can get it, as long as you don't piss off the boss. He was like Stefan, the hottest nightclub in Rome this week. Listen, is Pizzo <laughs> Falls. Yes. If you're looking to celebrate that one-night stand with a second one-night stand, this is the place you want to go. Or whatever. It has everything. Midgets. Whips. Fall, waterfalls Whips. made of piss. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw an interview with Bill Hader the other day. He's being interviewed by uh, someone. Mm -hmm. um, they said, what do your kids think of your work? And he goes, yeah, you know, when my kids watch SNL and, 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 and um, I say, you know, I used to be on that show. And they're like, yeah, shut up, Dad, whatever. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> But he said he was walking past his daughter's bedroom the other day and, and he, she was in there with one of her friends and she, he heard them watching clips of Stefan. He goes, so that's uh, – he's been interviewed by Seth Myers because he said they think they think you're somehow related to them now. But he right. was – he's like, yeah, well, that's one for their therapist to work out the whole <laughs> my dad was Stefan. <laughs> I couldn't keep a, a straight face when I watched that. That was uh, – Are you watching stuff. Barry, his new show? No, no. Oh, fuck, man. You need to watch Barry. Okay. The new seasons just came out. It's brilliant. It's uh, – uh, fucking Bill Hader's – created it, writes it, directs it, stars right. in it. And he's basically an assassin who okay. uh, he's like an ex-military guy. He's kind of, he's broken. All he's good at is killing people. So he's got work as an yeah. assassin. But um, he uh, then decides he really wants to become an actor. That That's really what would make <laughs> him happy. And he joins an acting school that's led by Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Oh, I love and, him. Uh, and it, but it's great. But Bill Hader is fucking. But it's it's like it's a black comedy. But Bill Hader in it is brilliant. Like really, yeah, really great. I check that out. Really, yeah. the writing, the directing, the acting, everything in it's really good. Cool. Anywho, 
Uh, Caius Petronius, uh, spendthrift. But, uh, yeah, but when he became consul uh, and proconsul, showed himself a man of vigor and equal to business. Mm-hmm. Then falling back into a vice, Nero yeah. hired him to basically be his Stefan. His Ray, right. Hence jealousy on the part of Tigellinus, who looked on him as a rival and even his superior in the science of pleasure. That's oh. something that I devote my life to, the <laughs> science, science of I pleasure. I thought it was an art form. Uh, I stand corrected. Maybe I call QAV the science of investing. Right. Uh, my next show is going to be up up the V, uh, which is the science of pleasure. <laughs> I hope to God that that's not just P- audio, it's visual as well, because I it's going to be there. The next show is going to be called PIV, the science of pleasure. Penis and vagina, the science of pleasure. Yeah, yeah, you or know sometimes. what time it is. <laughs> Welcome back to PIV, the science of pleasure. PIA, penis and anus. But hey, whatever. <laughs> That's you your show. That's, <laughs> your, your, your show. <laughs> That's a spinoff. That's a spinoff. We'll work on that later. Okay. <laughs> And so he worked on the prince's cruelty, Tigellinus this is, which dominated every other passion, charging Petronius with having been the friend of Scyvinus, bribing a slave to become informer, robbing him of the means of defence and hurrying into prison the greater part of his domestics. It happened at the time that the emperor was on his way to Campania and that Petronius, Mm. after going as far as Cumae, was there detained. He bore no longer the suspense of fear or of hope. Yet he did not fling away life with precipitate haste and having made an incision in his veins and then, according to his humour, bound them up, he again opened them while he conversed with his friends, not in a serious strain or on topics that might win for him the glory of courage. And he listened to them as they repeated, not thoughts on the immortality of the soul or on the theories of philosophers, but like poetry in playful verses that once was a girl from Nantucket. (laughs) To some of his slaves, he gave liberal presents, a flogging to others. Yeah. At random, too. He, like, would close his eyes, they'd spin him around, he'd go, right. You get a flogging. (laughs) That's a fun party game, you you got to admit. (laughs) Keep moving, keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like dodgeball. If he hit you with the ball, dick. Remember yeah. the five principles of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Duck, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. I forgot about that. Oh, can I ask at a our, quick question? At our go kung ahead, fu go. classes, the seafoods always go, remember the five stages of a kick? Right. And I'm always like, pretty much, is it duck, dip, dive, <laughs> duck, and do- dodge, dick, duck, dive, and dodge? No! You're an idiot. Get to the back of the room. (laughs) Back of the room. (laughs) Chrissy, I can't believe you let him put his dick in you. Anyway, class, let's You know, I've told you they separate Chrissy and I now at Kung Fu. They don't let us stand together. They separate us. (laughs) We're the the naughty kids. Because we're always making each other laugh. Chrissy's always... Fox. Chrissy's always doing a Kung Fu pose and then going, Jesse! Oh, we were doing this. This is a visual joke, so no one's going to see this except you. But we were we, we were doing spin kicks, you know, reverse right? spin kicks like this. Yeah. And we were yeah. breaking it down into stages. So the first stage oh. is you spin around. Step and Chrissy one. was like spinning around. She's doing like. 
she's supposed to be serious and she's getting looks and yeah oh my winking God. doing jazz hands oh, trying to make oh. me laugh so then i look like right. the bad kid oh her my whole, god her whole theory is get me into trouble and then that's funny. right oh, fuck. so i wanted to ask about what you just read so oh. if you were in his position and and i don't know maybe there's a standard formula for this but if you cut yourself once and you change your mind and you bandage it up i get that that's human but if you decide to rip off the bandages and cut again would you cut in the exact same place so it's not messy or do you make fresh scars i mean what what's the what's the procedure on that one what do you they stick- do for pain i don't i don't understand like how do they overcome just the pain of yeah, maybe a hot a dagger, man. sharp dagger, heat right. it up. I don't know. Maybe I, I, oh, good ice. Yeah. Put some ice on your thing. So, so this guy is cutting himself, bandaging it, taking it off, cutting himself again because he can't decide, or he's fucked in the head, or both. I mean, that's that's. Cr- I've never heard of a story like that. Besides, oh, who was the guy in North Africa that Caesar was chasing down, and he stabbed himself, and then they bandaged him up, and then kind of all his in. Cato, there we go. Cato, yeah, name. Yeah, That's yeah. the only other story like that. So, so anyway, so this guy's crazy. Go ahead. My take on this is that he he was like he cut himself, and then somebody said, "Well, whoa, 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 yeah. hey, yeah. hey, so you're wrong there." Do you want to, don't you want to have like a going away party? It's like, oh fuck <laughs> yes, what a great oh, idea! I didn't oh, think of that. Send out the so, invitation. I got, I got so excited. Can I get a, yeah. a band aid for this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he waited till all his friends were there because if you're going to cut yourself, you want to do it. You want to have an audience, right? Oh, I do. Yes. Um, so T- Tacitus goes on here. Um, mm-hmm. He dined, indulged himself in sleep. That yeah. death, though forced on him, might have a natural appearance. Right. So cut himself. Then he had a big meal and went to sleep. <laughs> That's how you do it. Even oh in his will, he did not, as many did in their last moments, flatter Nero or Tigellinus or any other of the men in power. On the contrary, he described fully the prince's shameful excesses oh. with the names of his male and female companions and their oh. novelties and debauchery and sent the account under seal to Nero. What's the point of that? You send it to the New York Times. You send it to the Washington Post. You send it to the, uh, you know, Glenn Glenn Greenwald. You don't send it to Nero. What the fuck? I think there was a letter letter attached that said um, there's an exact copy of this sent to the New Mm. York Times. If I do not call them by X amount of Mm. time, they will pop. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Not his best move, but maybe he was trying to Because he was already dead. In the event of my death, oh, shit. I'm dead, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't a perfect plan. But I guess maybe he was shaming or one last strike at Nero. Who knows? Don't know. Um, He then broke his signet ring that it might not be subsequently available for imperiling others. I read that wrong. I thought it was cock ring. Okay, no, that makes more sense. Only Alexander the Great had done that, just uh, broken his ring instead of... Please, we could have saved years of war. To the strongest. Exactly. Um, Now, so this is an interesting story again. It's obvious that Nero liked this guy. Right. He he, he was in his inner circle. He was his Stefan. um, Went with him everywhere. Uh, Nero didn't like anything unless this guy gave it the seal of approval. Yeah. Patronus, is this good? Yeah. yeah. What about this? And deal, yet, Tigellinus seems to have 
turned Nero against him. Right. It's like Nero, it, 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 this isn't a wishy case where Nero was what? Wishy-washy? Wishy-washy. Is that Japanese for like wabi-sabi? <laughs> I just read a book on wabi-sabi. Is this is, is wishy washy no. another thing I need to read about? No. Oh, wishy washy. No, no, no. no. Can't do that. Wabi sabi, wishy washy. What? No. You're making it. You're doing that like it's racist. But I just read a book about wabi sabi. It's fine. It's a, you. You hint. You hint at the accent. That's oh. what makes it wrong, oh, my friend. That's when I say wishy washy, wishy washy. <laughs> I can't do that. It's the accent that's offensive to your delicate. One eighth yes. Cherokee blood. No, yeah. but I did. I did want to ask you about this again. This is Tacitus, so we have to take it with a grain of salt. But he makes it sound like um, if you say enough times something to Nero, that he'll forget his own thoughts and he will be believed by you. Because he says something like what he worked on Nero for a while, or he was able to. He was able to use the one thing that Nero had going for him more than a sense of lust or whatever, and that was maybe a sense of. Revenge cruelty. or safety, cruelty. There we go, cruelty. Thank you. So, so again, but that's 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 a hell of a spin on Tacitus's part, not knowing the details. Yeah, like, yeah, like he really, really, really likes this guy. Yeah, and Tigellinus is like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you want you want to fuck you want to fuck this guy up? Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey let's yeah. let's let's fuck this guy up. Let's. And, and Nero's like, like, okay. Oh yeah, I like him, but sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's say I haven't fucked anyone up today. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Let's fuck someone over. Tuesday, Tuesday. Come on, come on. We're late. There should be a second one at anything. I've got a a ten a.m. fuck somebody up in my diary. (laughs) Like, who are we fucking up today? Now we got a name. Yeah, look, I just don't buy this whole his cruelty, which dominated every other passion. Right. Like, really, more than dressing up as a woman and playing the lute, and you know, Not you know, on one me. hand, he's always depicting Nero as he likes to fuck, he likes to get drunk, he likes to sing, he likes, he likes to, flute. to, he likes to get up on stage, what? he likes to, he's he's effeminate, he's weak, he's, he's timid, he, yeah. he yeah, he's a musician, he's, cool. he's an he's actor. Cool. On the other hand. He's like this cruel, manipulative Shakespearean yeah. villain, exactly. Richard the Third. Exactly. Now is the winter of our discontent. With a flute, like, yeah. <laughs> well, it makes it makes no sense. It's not consistent. Yeah. His depiction but, of Nero. Yes, but if you already decided that you hate Nero, you're not going to think too much. You're just going to go along with this, and you go, "See, see, he's an asshole. He's a bastard, or whatever." So again, you're supposed to be historian. Give it to me dispassionately, and give me as many facts as you can possibly gather together. That's not what's happening here. And the accusation that he says Tigellinus made was that Petronius had been a friend with Scavinus. Now, the only Scavinus I can find that I think this could be is, because, uh, you know, Tacitus doesn't fucking tell us which one, is <laughs> Flavius Scavinus. Now, he was a member of the Personian Conspiracy. It was his freedman, Milcus, right. who exposed yes. the conspiracy to Nero. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what happened to Scavinus. There's no mention. Out of all of the people that Tacitus says were uh, accused and and, and uh, found guilty of being involved in the conspiracy and had to right. be executed or commit suicide, Scavinus isn't one of those. In fact, some sources say that he was a consul under Otho and then was exiled under Vitellius in the mm. year of the four emperors. So he survived the conspiracy fallout. 
Right. Which, I mean, obviously, if the if the word of the conspiracy came from his freedman, uh, was he the guy that had the knife? Was carrying around a knife, and he's like, the "Oh, knife. it's just a knife. Like I just yeah. got, oh, I'm just carrying carry a sharp knife. Yeah, I'm yeah, just carrying yeah. around a sharp knife. Like <clears throat> the watch mother. You would have thought Sorry. that he would have been the uh, first guy to, to get go. to yes. go right using that very knife. Yeah, yeah, but. but no. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't play out. So well, I don't know. Common sense. So why yeah. is being his friend? Maybe yeah. that's code for like a friend of ours, like he's in the mafia, or right. when you go to gay clubs and people look at you like, well, is he an undercover cop? And they go, well, he's too short to be a stormtrooper. And then <laughs> and then and then somebody goes, he's a friend of ours. They go, oh, okay. Right. They relax uh, and they give you a gotcha. you know a yeah. fruity Reach cocktail. Around. Whatever. Yeah. 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 But and the then point is, this guy is now dead. Oh, and, and there's one more part of the story. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Fruity cocktail. Did you get that? Fruity cocktail. No, I don't have it. any more of the story. Uh, I'm just wondering, why would that be a capital oh. crime to be a friend of Scavenus? But that's that's it. I'm done. What have you got? Right. Well, let me just finish this up. So, so if this letter gets to Nero, Nero reads it. And so, according to Tacitus, Nero is actually sitting down thinking, oh, my God, is my uh, sexcapades? at night becoming common knowledge or whatever. So maybe I need to nip this in the bud. So there's this one wife of a Senator, Celia, her name is, she goes, she has been to almost all of Nero's parties. She's been involved in everything of all of his sexcapades. And she's also a good friend of Petronius, which means she's probably stooping him too. I don't know. She gets banished by Nero because again, she knows too much. Nero probably said something like, look, you and I, we've done it all except for um, reverse cowgirl because that's against God. But I'm going to miss you. I'm going to, my penis is going to miss you, but you got to go because you know too much. But again, we don't know what the details are. We don't know if that's true. At least he didn't kill her. He banished her, but Again, he's cleaning house and a professional and personal level, trying to get rid of anybody who can hurt him. And again, the whole thing just smells odd, but that's the way uh, Tacitus ends this particular section. Mm. So who knows? All right. Well, that's more weird Nero Tacitus stories. Um, uh, you know, I guess the theme that's emerging here for me is Tacitus doesn't make a lot of sense in this section. Yeah. A lot of wild accusations and obviously yeah. look I don't think that these people weren't all accused of something and, and didn't all die but right. the gaps in the story is are the interesting yes. yeah there's yes. gaps in the narrative which there's too many gaps in the narrative we like a few gaps a few gaps mm. and I'm going to leave that right there <laughs> you go ahead <laughs> 